All right, BradCooney.com would like to welcome to the show from Season 17 of The Voice, Miss Kiara Brown. What is up, Kiara? Hey, what's up? You tell me, man. A lot, lot's changing your life here lately. <laughs> <laughs> man, life has been crazy. It's, it's so exciting to be able to do this. I'm, like, so stoked over the moon. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. It's a real game changer for your career. Um, you know what? Before we talk about the blind and the battle... I want to touch base real quick on the song you wrote after that tragedy in Las Vegas. Uh, I'm not going to mention the guy's name like that, but you know what? Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Um, talk a little bit about that song and, and you know, what, what basically, other than the obvious, prompted you to write it. Yeah, so after the shooting, um, it, was, it was really hard. Uh, my parents actually used to work on the strip, so it was really scary for me. Um, I, uh, I ended up going to the Healing Garden, which is like a little garden where all, there, it was a memorial for all of the families, mm -hmm. and the mayor was speaking there, and um, one thing that she said that really struck me was that there are 58 new stars in the sky, um, mm. and that night I went to bed and 58 stars, the melody came to my head, and I decided I wanted to write a song to bring hope to um, all of the families, which is anybody that was affected. And it did really well, too. You got some success from the song, and we got out there. Yeah, I was I was really happy that, that a lot of people got to hear it. Yeah, that's good. All right, so let's get on to this, to uh, to The Voice. Of course, you sang Tom Petty's Free Fallen. Um, before I ask you about the audition, um, tell me a little bit about the night before, about what was going through your mind and how you were feeling about things. Oh, <laughs> man, um, this is cool because no one's actually ever asked me this. <laughs> but um, I, was, I was really nervous, but, you know, I, I believe that Whatever was supposed to happen was going to be what happened. Um, I knew I was taking a chance doing something a little softer, um, so I didn't know. Like, that, that kind of went through my head a lot the night before. Like, I'm not sure how this is going to be received, but I knew that I was doing me, and I knew that I was being true to myself, and I sing that song a lot. So, mm -hmm. yeah, the night before, I was really nervous about what the outcome could be, but, you know, I prayed, I talked to my parents, and um, obviously it, it went well. So, yeah. What about from the from the from the walkout? Like like when they call your name and you actually have to walk out, the doors open up, you walk on the stage. What's going through your mind during that walk? <laughs> um, man, it's 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 crazy because um, right before I walked out, Carson Daly wanted to talk, and the last thing I wanted to do was have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was really tough for me uh, because he's like, "So how do you feel?" And I'm like, "Oh my gosh, like." And you sang, like I mentioned before, um, Tom Petty's Free Fall, which, of course, is gutsy, if you ask me. It's a gutsy thing to do because the song's such you know iconic level. And, of course, we just lost Tom Petty recently. Um, God rest his soul. But to come out there and to sing a song of that legendary category level and then to add your own twist to it, I thought was brave. And I thought you pulled it off, too. But what was the thinking behind that? Thank you. Um, I actually, the version that I did was actually the John Mayer version. Um, and I know that a lot of people do know that, but I was surprised to know that a lot of people didn't know that as well. Mm. Um, you know, I love that song so much, and I love the different versions of it. Um, I perform it a lot, and I noticed that people really enjoy it. So I just wanted to do what I knew, like, was received well, like, when I performed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I was taking a big chance doing a legend song. <laughs> but um, I, I, I definitely, um, I did my best, and I did the version that I thought was probably closer to my style, and that's why I felt kind of comfortable, you know, giving it a shot. You, you, you know, you don't exactly simplify things by going to a John Mayer version, and anyway, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, it's true, because John Mayer is a whole, like, he's a legend himself, so yeah. it was definitely, um, like I said, it was just closer to, like, what my, my style right. is as an artist. Like, I, I think that John Mayer is somebody that I look up to so much, and um, so, yeah, I just... Like I said, I wanted to give that a shot. Yeah, John Mayer's a beast. That dude's a, not only can he sing, but his guitar yes. playing is just mind blowing. How good he is on guitar. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. Definitely. So, you, so you sang the song, and you got some chair turns. You got the duo Blake and Gwen spins around. So, what's going through your mind when you see that happen? Um, I was so, 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 like, excited. I was just, like, Blake is, is one of my favorite singers, and I think, like, when I initially went, he was my first choice. Um, before I even knew Glenn was going to be on the show, I just always was like, I would love to be on Team Blake. Um, but um, when Glenn turned, I don't know, I kind of had, like, a change of heart. and Like, it was so confusing and hard for me to decide who I was going to go with. Um, but I love both of them. I grew up listening to Glenn as well, and so... Um, to have somebody that, you know, I have two people that I really look up to turn for me, it was it was a beautiful moment. And I was I was just really grateful, honestly. Yeah, I can see why. You know, it, I, I ask the questions a lot about the coaches, and you, and you really, I mean, you really can't go wrong with any of them. I guess you just got to go with what your gut's telling you up there, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you're talking about icons, yeah. so it's like no matter who you pick, I think they all can do great. You know what I mean? So, but absolutely, you can learn something from every single one of them. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Exactly right. Um, all right. So then we move forward to the battle round. Of course, you went up against Royce Lovett, very very talented singer. I thought you should have won that round. I'm not just saying that because I'm talking to you. I just oh, I just okay. was really thinking you were going to get the get the nod on that. Um, <laughs> what was what was going through your thoughts Thank when that happened? Oh, you're welcome. Um, you know. I really believe that, like, what is for you in this life is for you. And I think that Royce is, is an incredible artist and also an incredible person. Yeah. So, honestly, either way, I, w- I was okay with it. I actually was not upset when she said his name at all. I feel like he deserves to be there. And the fact that we both got to stay um, was was an amazing thing to me. I, um, I was so happy for him. I mean... Royce, I, I just learned so much about him, and I've learned so much about his journey, and so I, I honestly was just really happy for him. We both worked so hard on that song, and, like, no one sees everything that goes into yeah. it. Like, we both had so many different strengths and weaknesses that we were trying to, like, balance out with each other, mm. um, but like I said, I was I was grateful to just be able to stand on that stage, so, you know, being that, that Kelly stole me, I mean, I was... Yeah. Because she's one of my favorite singers of all time. Yeah. And then the fact that Gwen wanted to save me uh, was also really cool because I know that, you know, we really, I really did grow a lot with Gwen and I learned a lot from her. Yeah. Um, but I do think that Kelly vocally probably um, can take me to that next place. So, yeah. Yeah, but you know what's really cool? Like you mentioned it. I was going to bring that up to the, on the next question. Kelly definitely, I think she beat Gwen by like a millisecond. She hit the steal button. 
And then like a millisecond uh-huh. later, it was almost simultaneously, Gwen hits save. So that's a testament to just how good you are. You know what I mean? It's like, a, because really the decision was a coin flip. I, that's how I see it. I think Gwen pretty much flipped uh-huh. a coin because it was so close. I mean, it, it was such a close battle. Um, so that was nice to uh-huh. see Kelly hit steal. Gwen goes for the save. And you went with Kelly, so I'm really interested on your thoughts on what made you go with Kelly. Was it as simple as you just wanted Gwen to, to, to be able to keep her safe thing, or, or is there more to it? Um, I think that I think that it was kind of just, I, you know, you're with your team a lot. Mm-hmm. And, and I got so close with the people on my team, and I just didn't want any of them to go home. Um, so I figured, like, maybe if I jump on the other team, then I got I get to spend more time with my team. I don't yeah. know. It's kind of a weird thought process. But at least I get to stay. And, I, you know, I don't. I didn't know who she wanted to save, and I would have been really upset, like, if it was, you know, somebody that I really cared about. And it was. I love Jesse so much. He ended up getting saved. Yeah. And I was so happy that he did. Yeah. Um, so I really believe he deserved that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I re- it really was just that. Like, I, I think I would have, you know, learned – just as much, I mean, I'm going to learn different things from Gwen and Kelly, but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it wasn't really, it, it's hard to think. It goes really fast. Yeah. You know? But I think that Kelly is somebody that I look up to so much vocally, and I, I also did just want to see, like, what can I learn from her? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You get, the bo- you get the best of both worlds. I mean, you got to work with Gwen, and then, like you said, Kelly's just an amazing vocalist. I mean, so, so I mean, yeah. you can't go wrong learning from her about, about which, where she can bring your vocals. Exactly, exactly, and that's, you know, I'm excited for knockouts, I'm excited for everybody to see, like, kind of that next step, and what I did learn uh, from working with her, so yeah. So, tell us something really, really great that Gwen taught you, that, you, that, you, that you'll be able to take forward the rest of your career. So, I'm not a very musically competitive person, I, I, I like to kind of stay in my lane, and, you know, sing, I, I love love songs, and kind of like slower songs, but, um... I think that both Gwen and Will I Am told me, you know, you, you have to kind of, you can't be so nice. You have to put the politeness aside when it comes to um, more of the competitive aspect of the music industry. Mm-hmm. Um, there is definitely a time to be assertive, and there's definitely a time to stand your ground and to be sure of who you are as an artist. And I think learning to kind of not be so polite also taught me a little bit about self-belief and confidence and not being afraid to just go for it Mm. um, when you really want to. And I think that that was a big thing that I learned with Gwen. And and seeing that she's such a tenacious performer and she's got so much stage presence and um, she's just really exciting to watch, I'm I'm glad that I learned that from her because as an artist, that's something that I'm learning still. So, yeah. Yeah. So what's going through your head when you walk back there and you see Will I Am standing there? Man, Will I am. <laughs> he is incredible. Genius. I, love him. I mean, I, I, I've been following Black Eyed Peas. I've been following him for so long. Um, I look up to him so much as a producer, as a writer, just as a visionary. And, you know, I'm also a producer and a songwriter. And I, you know, I hope to be as creative as him, you know, and, um, he's definitely striving for like, you know, a level like his one day, you know, if that's what it's for mm-hmm. me. Um, so when I saw him, I, I was just like, wow, I know today I'm going to be inspired. And and while it was a tough rehearsal, I would not have changed a thing about it because I know that I really did get the best advice that I could have from both of them. 
Yeah, Will I Am's like iconic in the in over in the UK also. I mean, he is worldwide, but he's huge, yeah. he's huge in England because he's a judge on one of the shows over there. And um, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos of Will I Am because I'm a huge fan of his. And um, I just, I yeah. just, I'm just fascinated by him and, and, and like multi facets. I mean, just how generous he is and, and so how universal. Yes, and how creative and kind. You know, he's just epic. He's great. Are you there? Yeah, sorry. I oh. don't know if you heard me. I said, yeah, he is. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Everything went dark for a second there. All right. So um, so now you're moving forward, like you said, to the knockouts, man. So how exciting is that? Talk, give me your thoughts on that. Um, I'm just really excited. I think that, you know, it, it's definitely a different challenge because now it's really, it's just you again. And it's really just a matter of who are you as an artist and, and what do you want the world to see. And um, I'm, I'm excited because it's definitely going to be a different side. And I'm kind of going a little bit more back to my roots and what I think um, is closer to the kind of artist that I'd like to be. Mm. Okay, last thing I got. I'd like the people. <laughs> yeah, I got you. So last thing I got for you, if you can give some advice for somebody out there who's thinking about trying out for a future season, what would you tell them? I would definitely say know who you are before you walk into this competition and be sure of, of just, it's okay to be diverse and try new things, but definitely stand firm in, in your artistry and what you want to bring to the table and just really believe in yourself and, and definitely have people to talk to because it, it, it can get lonely kind of when you're like practicing for, mm. for your next set or whatever you're going to do. Um, so definitely, you know, have, have those people at home that you can lean on when you need advice because it is a competition at the end of the day. And while we all love each other, we all kind of are, are fighting for the same spot. So I think that it's really just a matter of um, being grounded uh, before you walk into this competition. But it's like Camp Rock. It's so much fun. Um, <laughs> everybody is so kind. Everybody... Is, is everybody is truly, truly genuine and amazing. Um, but definitely, you have to be strong in who you are before you walk into this competition because it, it'll, it's, it's not good if you don't. No. Yeah, yeah, that's great advice. All right, so uh, tell everybody out there listening where they can follow you on your social media, on Twitter and whatever other uh, social media platform you got. Dope. Um, so you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Kiara Music with a K. So that's K-I-A-R-A underscore M-U-S-I-K. Yeah. Well, that's uh, where you can find me. Well, Kiara, I really appreciate you coming on my show, and I look forward to having you come back in, in the near future once we got some more stuff to talk about. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, Kiara. Good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.